Hi, welcome back to In This Book. We are talking about Jaden, Jada Pinkett Smith's book, Worthy. Um, so I have to, I have to kind of preface this with, I listened to Jay Shetty's podcast, um, on purpose. I love Jay Shetty. Um, I love his podcast and he interviewed Jada Pickett Smith and it was, it was a pretty good, pretty good episode. I love her laugh. Yes. <laughs> How many times did she say, you know, <laughs> and laugh at a cute little laugh, um, which I don't do it justice, but um, it was a great story and it really made me want to read her book um, because I think it, it, just the, just the title alone worthy. I think we all go through times in our life where we feel unworthy and we get to a place where we have to learn how to become worthy whether it's worthy of of love whether it's worthy of self-appreciation whether it's mm -hmm. worthy of somebody else's um acceptance or our own acceptance whatever it is there's so many facets and things in life that we go through where we we struggle with our worthiness so just the title alone made me want to delve into her story um so that's how i came to want to read this book and you know i read books because you say let's read the book <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it's well, i listened to the podcast also um and i think it was a cool because you was you were telling me i said oh i was listening also so we listened at the same time so i was also intrigued so i said okay let's do it so i mean i guess reading this book i i highlighted so many things that i was like oh yes this spoke to me or i really like that there was so much depth to who this person is that i never knew like I didn't know um, a lot of her story. Um, mm -hmm. So it was interesting to hear, you know, her growing up, the struggles that she had with her parents um, and her father telling her at such a young age, I can't be your father. Yes. God, that's heartbreaking. Well, it also shows why she became so independent. Mm-hmm. If you can't depend on your parents, and granted, she had two sets of grandparents who adored her and loved her. Um, I think with her maternal grandmother, you she knew she loved her, but she was also kind of hard. Mm. You know what I mean? So that um, hardness, I think, gave her the edge, but also... Mm. Um, it, it was in a sense of her watching and learning more about her grandmother, too. That also explained why her grandmother was kind of hard. Yeah. You know, she, knowing that her grandmother went to India, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, that's when all you're used to is your neighborhood. Like, wait, what? So it her grandmother was well-traveled, very intelligent, an educator, but also was doing her best to treat her how to become a lady, mm. most of all. When it seemed like she wanted to rebel against 
everything and everyone um, by going out uh, late at night, mm-hmm. like, you know, oh, I got this running into uh, perverts, you know, um, while she's trying to meet her boyfriend, mm-hmm. you know, so who <laughs> talk about a rebellion. Yeah. But that gives you a lot of strength too. Definitely. Um, but I think a lot of, you know, when she's talking about raising her kids, I think a lot of what she went through in the independence that she had to foster within herself because of the absence of her parents and the guidance that that you would normally have mm-hmm. um, with a set of parents who were home and who loved you. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, they, they struggled. I mean, so she had to foster this independence on her own and, but she recognized how important it is to allow your kids to create that independence and fostered it for them too, um, and let them be who they are. Um, when, you know, her, when Willow, her daughter wanted to shave her head, you know, like she supported her. Yes. And that's, that's something that's gotta be really hard as a parent, right? You right. know, you're, you take care of your child's hair, you put pretty bows in it, little yes. hats, whatever. And then they decide, no, oh, I want to take it all off. Um, that, that's for a lot of girls, you know, we identify with our hair. Well, part of that, you cause know? I also listened to the red table talk, uh, will I express that was a rebellion against with my hair. Mm. Like, listen, I told you I don't want to do this no more. I did it. I'm good. I don't want to do this anymore. How about I shave my hair now? I can't whip nothing. Mm. You know what I mean? So it was um, also being able to express. And I thought that was, you got to understand this is a different world that they live in versus us. Right. In the sense of they're talking career moves at eight and 11. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, Wow, you know, um, starting a charity or a nonprofit or you know, yeah. a movement, and, yeah. But then also being able to watch their parents in that world because she took her kids with her mm-hmm. um, while she worked. So, you know, us growing up, we didn't get that luxury. We were in school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, my kids at one point, um, there was a I don't remember the the name, but there was a tsunami um that happened and they you know they saw it on the news and Mm -hmm. and they were like wow there's a lot of people who are are hurting and wanted to help and i thought it was really cute so we talked to our chiropractor at the time and it was they wanted to do a lemonade stand and it was winter so (laughs) i was like probably not the right time Mm -hmm. um so they decided they were gonna do a hot chocolate Yes. Um, you know, stand and we were like, all right, where can we do this inside where there will be people? And um, so our chiropractor let us oh, nice. use their lobby. And so when their customers came in, um, it was my kids and my friend Bonnie's kids. Um, and we had a little hot chocolate stand. And, and I don't remember how much we raised, but we talked about like who they wanted to help and they wanted to help kids. So we sent it, I think, to UNICEF or something. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it was a small amount, but, but what they got out of it was even at a young age, you can make a difference if you're given the opportunity. Yes. And so 
that's what we did on a small scale, you know, like middle-class Americans, (laughs) you know, but, um, but these kids, you know, Jaden and Willow, I mean, Mm -hmm. they can, they have the resources from their parents Mm -hmm. to be able to take this to a huge scale, right? you know, um, which I think is actually really good if you can allow your kids to, to do that. Correct. Um, and it doesn't matter what scale, you know, but if you can teach your kids how to, how to make a difference, even if it's a small difference. Yes. Um, a lot of small things add up. It surely does. So it would be nice if everybody could do that. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm sure you have some other highlights. What, what you got? Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you know, it's, it's funny. Like I, I go through this and I, I read books and, and I'm like, Ooh, I like that. And I highlight it. And then I forget where I put them or how to get back to them. Um, back to talking about her father. Um, when, what she said was the quote from the book was something broke inside me. My grief was oceanic. So I put on a library shelf, put it on a library shelf called unlovable and tried to leave it there for good. That's something you carry. And then that goes into your male relationships. Hmm. Yeah. And, and she, she saw that. And even listening to, I'm going to jump ahead, of course, to when she's in her relationship with will because she talks about other relationships prior to that but and also because i've read his book you can see the misalignment Mm. you can see the attraction because of the childhood trauma um not to mention these two people are beautiful people so of course the physical attraction um you can also tell that they're opposite so that's another attraction Uh, but then you know, they both come from a place where they have to have an edge to survive. So they have that in common, but the difference is the childhood traumas that they both experienced, um, slightly different, but still in the sense of, okay, he tried his best to make sure his mother was happy. She did her best to love herself. Mm. And then you see that in their relationship. So he did his best to give Jada what she thought would make her happy. Mm. And that was always being able to provide, give her this big, grand, lavish dream um, so that she didn't want for anything. She didn't have to do anything. Whereas she wanted quiet, calm, because her life was so crazy. Let me go home to peace and quiet. But anything that I say I need is mainly you, mm-hmm. not the things, but you as the person. Right. Because she was looking for the love that she wasn't given. Correct. Earlier on and that she had to provide for herself. And, you know, at one point it's like, all right, I can relax and I don't have to try so hard because I have somebody here who's going to. Who's going to do all those things. Yeah. He's going to take the lead on, on that. Right. Um, and he thought he was in his way and by it, providing it, financially. Yeah. That was his way. And you know, it's, you know, that, that 
40th birthday party where she was just, and she was not heard. She Correct. was not, not at all ready for that. She was in a deep, you know, dark place and right. was able to verbalize. Now, a lot of people who are in that place can't even verbalize it. Right. Um, but she was able to verbalize, hey, I don't want any of this. Right. And he didn't listen. Correct. Um, because he was like, nope, this is what I have to do. Mm-hmm. So when you're stuck in your ways and your beliefs mm-hmm. and you, you close off hearing, really listening and hearing what the other person is saying, you're never going to grow. You're never going to get any further in your relationship because you're blocking each other out. Correct. You'll never meet those needs. Right. And it's, um, it's kind of, it was sad to me, you know, because like, you kind of want to be like, just listen to her. Right. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, and, and they didn't, she didn't talk about Will's issues. Well, of course not, because that was that's he, his story. That's his story, right? And, and I, I didn't read his book. Oh, I read his. <laughs> so I don't know. His <laughs> um, but I also believe too that um, she lived in her own world too, mm-hmm. in the sense of even if she said what she said, she didn't deliver it in a tone where he would listen. Mm-hmm. And and so that's where I say the misalignment came from. Now they have this connection that they talk about. It's just there. They're not, you know, parting ways. And even talking about getting married, it was he ended up dragging her to the altar, kicking and screaming, like, I really don't want to do this. <laughs> and most women can't wait to get yeah. married and talk about all the things. She was like, right, nah, I mean, I don't need to do all that. Uh, but it's no denying that they need to be connected. Right. That's the one thing that they can agree on. Um and the other thing that they can agree on is she takes the lead with rearing of the children. Mm-hmm. He trusts her judgment with the children. It's like, it's what you say, and I'm going to take your lead on it, and I'll back you up. And I, I appreciate that. You know, where you have some families where it's it's what I say, and that's it, except for the part where Jaden was in the movie, Karate mm-hmm. Kid. And as Mama Bear, my son is hurting. I got to protect him. But she later had to find out that's how boys become men. You you don't interrupt that process. But remember, number one, she's a female. Number two, she didn't see that. Right. You know what I mean? She didn't get to see the rearing because both her parents were addicts. They weren't there right. to do the job. Yeah. And plus, she didn't have a brother to. Well, she had not directly with right. her. She had a stepbrother. Right. Yeah. But she didn't. But she, she didn't, didn't want to around to see yeah. that. Yeah. 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 And. And you. And I and to a degree, you do raise your children differently. And and it's not to say that you raise a girl differently than a boy because you might, but it might not be because of their gender it might be because of other things their personality their sensitivity their you know you could have two boys one could be like you have to talk to them differently because they respond to that you know um more right structure you know yeah when she talked about uh trey trey was different right yeah, Trey was giving away everything. Like, you can have this, you can have that. I'm, I'm fine. I'm good. So she had to, you know, say, this is mine, but 
I'm going to leave it in here if that's okay. Right. And he understood that that meant I can't give this away. Right. But I can use it whenever I want. Mm-hmm. But um, so I, I thought that was pretty, pretty smart. And that just goes to show you that you really, you know, she's somebody who really knew her kids. You mm-hmm. know, I could deliver a message to my kids, all three of my kids, um, the same message, but I would do it in different ways. Because, you know, they receive it in different ways in right. order for them to get it. You know, even, you know, you have, again, as his three kids, biologically too, but Trey is her bonus kid. Mm-hmm. And Trey had to get her in shape as to how to become a mother. Yeah. So learning these different um, rules, and the rules is just really, okay, I know this works with this child. I think the best part about it is she did listen yes. to her children because she didn't get that. You do what I tell you to do in order to survive is what she got. Mm-hmm. But so she changed it. Like, well, listen, I'm going to listen to my kids. I think the only difference was the fact that since they both provided a sheltering place, that's when Jaden was like, well, I got to get out of here mm-hmm. so I can figure out who I am because I live in this bubble here with y'all. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. They're safe in the bubble but yes <laughs> yeah yes. and we were talking about this earlier it's you know that was the part when when Jaden decided he needed to leave yes that was that part really i i i read that and i was like oh my gosh i know that you would resonate with that yes um you know it's it doesn't matter what age they are like you could say yeah that's 15 is so young yes you know but if you know your child and sometimes 18 is too young sometimes well mine told me he was leaving at 17 mom i need to go (sighs) 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 okay but kudos to you because you gave him you knew in your heart that you did everything that you needed to do yes um you taught him everything that you were going to teach him at that point and it was up to him right and he was ready yes but it doesn't make it any harder no it does not you know you do your job really well and then they go off and do what you've been preparing them to do their whole life (laughs) and And then you're like wait a minute (laughs) wait you 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 leave it now like i thought i had some more time (laughs) you know it's i I did that to my mom you know i um I remember the day I told her, okay, I, I went and I put a security deposit down in an apartment and she was, she was like, Oh, are you sure you're ready? And I'm like, I'm ready. And she's like, yeah, but do you have this? I'm like, (laughs) actually, yes, I do. Do you have this? I bet you don't even have a spatula. And I'm like, (laughs) yes, I actually do. Like she went down this list of, you know, but do you have this? Do you have this? And I had everything because I've been collecting, I've been saving, I've been. Because you were preparing. I was preparing. And the whole time I was preparing, I didn't do it in secret. I I said, this is what I'm doing. And this is, I'm looking for a place and I'm, you know, ready to, to, to do this. And mm-hmm. she was just, she was like, okay, you know, being supportive, but not really believing that I was actually mm-hmm. going to do it. And then when I did it, you know, she came over, I remember she came over to look at you know, my new apartment. She brought me a little 
vase with like, you know, little flake, fake flowers or vines or something. I don't Mm -hmm. know. And um, because there was nothing that else that she could get because I had it all. See, you know, Um, I even picked up this cheap little garage sale TV, you know, like Mm -hmm. you were ready. (laughs) I was ready. Yep. I mean, and that's just something that I've always had. If I make up my mind about something, that's it. Headstrong, let's do it. You know, um, to a fault. You know? like, <laughs> I said I was going to do this. I got to do it now. Um, but I, I really, I liked the, I know that the, some of the material and topics in this book were sensitive. Yes. You know, and it was hard to read how, you know, how deep in, in, you know, despair she was at some points, right? you know, um, and even her relationship with Tupac and, Mm -hmm. you know, getting a different insight to, you know, someone who you might've listened to, you know, years ago and kind Mm -hmm. of knew a little bit about and, was a different side, I guess. Yes. You know, and uh, it's, she really had some stuff in her life, you know, some trauma. Um, But what I found really great about her persistence and her ability to keep going and as she says, move through things, right? Right. She decided she wanted to start a, a heavy metal band. Yes. It was like, right? let's do it with and, the wisdom. Whew. Make it happen. Um, I did have to look that up. Oh, I remembered I, it. I don't. Oh, because I, I followed Jada. That's okay. why. Yeah. I, I did not it. know that. So I had yes. to look it up. So yes. I, I did, you know, learn about that. And I was like, oh, <laughs> 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 I mean, I, but you, I, I can't sit here and critique it. Right. At all. Right. Like not an ounce because I just thought it took some serious woman balls to be able to do that. Listen, to travel with the racism <laughs> that she had to be on those shows. Not to mention that once again, I was also a fan of Red Table Talk when on Mother's Day, I believe it was it Mother's Day, that um Willow did one of her favorite songs oh. by her mom and, and I thought that was fantastic. Yeah. Because she traveled and watched her mom yeah. perform. So talk about homage yeah. to something that she had to put down because she had to help them with their careers. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's something that she was able to do. Sometimes you were saying you were able to do whatever you wanted when you wanted. Yeah. She was headstrong enough to do it. And even with all the resources and the the persistence to do it, she still ended up saying, that book started off saying, it took me a week to pick it back up after chapter one. It was so depressing for me. Mm. And I was like, okay, but I know we we have a deadline. I got to get this book read. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does change after a minute, but, you know, it was to the point where that's such a sensitive topic to be going through so many things, but for her to feel she was unworthy when you have so many people who do love you and care for you, but that self-talk mm. can whip you. And that's, you know, when she talks, this is one of the, the highlights that I had. Confidence can help build self-worth 
but it can't substitute for self-love. Correct. She was right on that 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There was a lot of good quotes in there and, and, you know, some from authors and and poets and, and things like that that I kind of found interesting. But, you know, the fact that she decided, you know what, I want to, I want to try producing. I want to try right. this. I want to direct videos. I loved that. Yeah. So I'm going to just do it. And I, I resonate with that because you do that. I do that. Yes, you do. You know, and I don't have the resources that she has. But, but you have the strategies. You have the the know-how, the focus. And that's why I just follow along. So I was. <laughs> this is something I was going to mention and where I was coming from. When I think of manhood, I think of leadership, mm. right? And you have no problem following when the leader shows up. You automatically know when it's a leader. So if I was to transpose that into women leaders, um, leaders can pick up and do something like that. Um, so when you have Jada who just says, oh, I want a man, and she makes it happen. Mm. Oh, I'm going to direct and produce. You network. She made sure she networked and she met the right people and she steadfast and she wasn't so, oh, can I, can I? She was like, hey, this is what I'm doing. See me and then see my work. And then they started to call her. Mm. You do the same thing. I, and I'm sure that part resonated with you. You do the same thing. You don't just say, see me, see me. You say, hey, this is what I'm doing. You can reach me if you need to. And that's why it's easy for me to follow. I am not a follower by a long shot <laughs> at all. <No. laughs> but when I see leaders show up, I have no problem following because the leaders are focused on the goal. And I want to go with someone who can get the goal accomplished. You do that. Thank you, my friend. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I think for me, though, it's, part of it is just I don't really have a fear of failure beautiful because if i try something and i have fun doing it that's a success yes you know if i learn something that's a success correct um if just like you know jada only did this you know music stint for five years because she saw something that was more important mm -hmm. and let it go right i have no problem you know, taking something to a point and letting it go when it doesn't serve me anymore mm -hmm. or it's not fun anymore. Right. Um, and I don't see it as a failure. I see it like, well, you know what? I tried something. I did it. I learned something or maybe I didn't learn anything. And it was just like, well, I learned I didn't like it. That part. <laughs> and I think that's the hardest for most people. Yeah. And some people never start because they have a fear of failure. But I think it's just the fear of being let down. Mm. But who are they letting down? They're letting down themselves by not trying at all. But you don't have that issue at all. And it's that thought process that I admire. That's why I have no problem. What are we doing? Remember what you say? All right, then I'm doing it. <laughs> well, it's, you know, one of the things I've always told my kids was if you don't ask, the answer is always no. Correct. So if you, you know, if you ask, there's a shot that it could be a yes. Yes. You, you got to ask. You gotta and even chance. if the answer is no, it's just delayed, not denied. Correct. Maybe not right now. Right. There's another way to get it done. Delayed, not denied. That's how I feel. <laughs> I love that. I mean, there's a lot to unpack in this book. And yeah. and I think it's, it's worthy of reading. So yes. if you haven't read it, I think 
Um, what I did love about this book was that, you know, at the end of the chapters, she had oh, yes. questions. Yes. So you could actually go back and read it and really answer the questions and take a long, hard look at your life and, and the things that that resonate with you. And because she talked about what she learned and those are the questions. Yeah. Yes. So I thought that was really, I think that was unique. a really nice way to do, yes. to do the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it, it brought a new element to it. Yes. Um, almost like a self-help. Right. <laughs> yes. You know, um, in a, you know, biography. Yes. Autobiography. So yeah, I mean, so if you haven't read it, um, it's a worthy read. <laughs> and I think that's where we'll uh, stick a bookmark in it. Yes. Until next time. See you in the next chapter. <laughs>